You are now listening to Feeding Off Each Other. <laughs> oh my oh god. My god. <laughs> Hold on. Oh. <laughs> We're back. 4 0. This wow. is 40. We really made it. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it takes 100 podcasts to get decent at podcasting. So, almost Six. halfway there. What the fuck are you doing here? Welcome to Feeding Off Each Other, a weekly podcast where we feed off the talent, humor, knowledge, and awesome stories of our guests and each other. Feeding off each other. I'm Matt Dennison. I I remembered it. I'm impressed. I did it. I practiced in the bathroom mirror this morning. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm joined by the beautiful, healthy, Hmm. Jason could be a Deirdre Lucas. Oh, yeah? Yes, I'm back. (laughs) Healthier than last week. Uh, for the next introduction, for uh, you know who comes next, I haven't figured out what his like catchphrase is. Do you think? Do you? Is there like a famous quote for Mr. David Wiggins? What's your most favorite, or like what's your like most famous like catchphrase from our videos? Do you have something catchphrase? Yeah, you know, like could be a deerdo. You know, is there oh. something? Is there like a David Wiggins banger? I fucked your mom. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> no one knows, <laughs> no one knows that video. And as usual, I'm joined by David. I fucked your mom, Wiggins. <laughs> that's got a nice ring to it. That's me. Oh, that's great. Jason, you healthy now? You good? I think so. Yeah, I'm definitely way better than I was last week, which I was so bummed to miss. Yeah. I was so bummed. Caleb was sad to miss you, too. He was really excited to see you. Well, it was, too, like, I didn't even feel sick on the Monday, which we were all together, and then Tuesday morning... When we recorded, we're going to record. I was like, woke up. I was like, yeah, pretty sure I'm sick. And I also did, don't, I don't know. I feel like we live in a world now where it's like, don't get anyone else sick. We, we yeah. don't want to do that anymore. So this is not a good environment to be in when you're. Yeah. When now you're we work in a well. studio and we're inches away from each other. Exactly. Yeah. I'm just mouth breathing on this microphone for hours. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, super bummed, but stoked to be back. That's great. We're happy to have oh, you. shit. Well, we go again. good thing we brought a, an ill person into our studio uh, as you recover. Would you like to introduce our guest today? Me? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So caveat. <laughs> caveat. I also wrote this intro while being very tired last night. <laughs> when he was sick. Uh, no, I was healthy. I was okay. Not, not super sick. Uh, all right. This week, we have a true freeride mountain biking legend with us. Not like all those fake ones from the past. <laughs> From humble beginnings, <laughs> hucking his meat off anything and everything in the mountains of North Vancouver to competing on the world stage in multiple crankwork slope styles and Red Bull rampages. <laughs> on top of that, he has had many iconic segments and appearances in the sport's biggest movie franchises such as Neural Disorder, North Shore Extreme, Rome, etc. and so forth. These days, he is focusing more on the content creation side of the sport, but he is still out there sending it as hard as ever. Until recently... When an unfortunate accident led to a broken femur. He's here to talk about that and so much more. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff Gulovich, also known as Gully. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. (laughs) There you go. Sorry. Sorry. I'm going to turn that down. For what? what? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How are you guys doing? How are you doing? I've been better. I've been worse. Uh, You know? Day by day, I'd say one step at a time, but that's not really the case. More like one sit at a time. Yeah, one crutch at a time. (laughs) (laughs) For the people watching on YouTube, you'll notice uh, Gully has a leg up on the table here. You comfy? 
yeah, it's not actually because I'm really cool. It's because I actually just suck at something I like. <laughs> <laughs> I love the slippers. The dad slippers. Oh, those man. look nice. I'm literally living the stay-at-home dad life without the kid and the ability to walk. Have you picked up a soft mock sponsor yet? <laughs> Haven't picked up a soft mock sponsor. Walked in there. I paid full price. They were extremely helpful. I want to thank them for their ship. Walked in there. <laughs> yeah, I got these before. <laughs> okay. These, these were going to be my travel slippers for the year. <laughs> hey, well, you traveled here today. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what happened? Uh, I was skiing with a bunch of buddies off uh a little range off the back of cyprus we frequent and we had all our avi gear all of us have our snow knowledge uh some sort of first aid or wilderness survival or what whatever and um yeah so we've been scouring every side of cyprus everything was good so we dropped off the back and uh i literally took a moment about 200 feet before the exit to see where last man was like i i was actually trying to be responsible which is very uncommon <laughs> that's unlike you exactly <laughs> and so um i stopped shoulder checked and i felt like the snow kind of pushed my skis didn't really think anything of it because that happens all the time and something just broke loose and i was literally on my side before i knew what had really happened and sliding down i like I was kind of going through this choke point and there was this tree that was about six, seven inches wide, like soft left of it. And I was just like, I'm going to hit that. There's no way around this. And I'm trying to kick off my skis, tried to grab a branch that was like right in reach. And I got a good grip and the snow is just so powerful, man. It like ripped it out of my hand and I was getting close to this tree. No success with kicking my skis off. So I just kind of tucked in or tucked backward to protect my head. And I smashed this tree and um, it didn't even really feel like much, but like I know the force that was pulling me was so great. And uh, I tried yelling for my crew, but they were just over this roll, like just out of earshot, just out of sight. And I know the snow kind of just soaks up any volume you're putting out there. So I started uh, digging myself out. It was about a waist deep burial. And my right leg just wasn't where it should be. It wasn't next to the tree. Cool. So I kept on digging and I uh, saw my left leg and then I saw my thigh and it was pointing up the hill and it was literally across my body and like slightly uphill on the angle. And I'm like, holy shit. Like this, this escalated very quickly. And if that's my knee, I'm not walking for like a year. Like, that's going to be trouble. And I kind of realized the angle was higher where the bend was coming from I'm like oh that's not my knee that's my femur that's that's two months that's not so bad <laughs> <laughs> all right okay. and uh so i undid my but pants and reached. Danger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> pretty much the snow is now settled and i i've dug myself out i reached out my pants to check my femoral artery make sure there's no bleeding or anything there because like my leg was sideways i i was certain the skin was broken or something crazy was going on but uh, there was nothing. So that was slight relief. And uh, I was trying to think of how long it would take for my group to find me. Like, I know they're at the bottom. How long is it going to take for them to realize that something's wrong? How long is it going to take for them to get up to where they can get me in visibility? 
and then make any moves from there. So I was just like, I need to get myself into visual contact with these guys. Um, and where the impact had happened was right where my phone was. So I kind of just assumed it was toast. And I was just like, the faster move is to like, just go. I have no clue if I have reception or anything right now. I just need to like take advantage of not being able to feel anything right now and get myself down to make visual contact. So I swung myself around. I literally picked up my leg that was directly sideways and just like dropped it down where it should be. And it was, it was too easy to move. Like it was, there wasn't much resistance. I was like, I've, I've fucked this thing. Like this is not good. Dumb question. Did that hurt? Didn't hurt at all. Really? Like I, I had complete clarity. Um, and I knew I just needed to take advantage of this numbness right now. And so I've oriented myself. So my head is back down the hill. I can't slide forward. The snow's too deep and it's going to grab my leg and take it some direction. Like it's like, this is really happening. So I slide myself backwards. Like I pass from a couple branches to a couple branches. And then um, there's like still 120, 140 feet to go down and there's nothing there. I know there's like a four foot drop out to the snow below. Looks untouched. So I make the decision just to let go and slide my body down just to get in view quickly. I'm like, the damage is done. Like, what else can happen? Yeah. And I <laughs> drop out onto the flats. And um, my buddy Steve Mitchell's there. And I guess they thought I'd just like double ejected exiting. I'm like, you forget something. Oh. <laughs> and I was just like, I need a helicopter. My femur is broken. And he's like, what? I'm like, this is real life. And uh, Steve and our buddy Graham, like they immediately grabbed their phones. They were on, they were calling 911 as quickly as possible. And uh, I dragged myself about 25 feet away from the terrain trap that I'm now in. Cause if anything sheds, it's just going to stack on top of me. So I, I dragged myself over, made a little snow bench, put my leg on it, uh, made a little backrest and then just buried my leg in snow to, to stop the, any swelling and try and numb it. So it didn't hurt when I came around really. And then, um, yeah, it took Steve like probably 25, 30 minutes to get to me. Cause he had to throw skins on. He's on the phone with SAR. Um, so he actually finally gets up to me and then Graham doesn't have skins with them. So he's just boot packing up through waist deep snow. It takes him like an hour in that time. Like the helicopter's already flown over once. It's checking out the situation and then it, uh, departs to go throw the long line on. And it, as it tries to come back, all the clouds have moved in. So like, it's not coming back for a while. And we ended up waiting like three hours 20, 30 minutes for, um, it got back and it was able to pick us up and the crew on the line was amazing. Like uh, there's one female doctor that gave me fentanyl and ketamine right away. And I was the happiest dude on earth. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, the, the other guy, he's just like, you look familiar. I'm just like, so do you, I've helped you with a couple extractions before in the summer. And he's like, oh, right on, man. <laughs> and, uh, Small world. He's like, what's the deal? I'm just like, no head trauma, no uh, bleeding. My right femur is definitely broken. Uh, heart rate's good. But we should get moving before those clouds uh, come back in. And he's just like, sounds good to me. And they literally loaded me up. And I passed out immediately before the back took flight. Like, I was so done. Like, your adrenaline's just 
completely empty. You've been in negative seven for three hours sitting in the same spot. Your leg's fucking broken. <laughs> yeah. You're a bit tired. Uh, you're, you're a little, you're a little tired. You're just defensing all yeah. academy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Um, got into the ambulance, finally called my wife to let her know there's no real reason on, uh, alerting her before when it was still like a real ser- serious situation. And, uh, yeah, off to the hospital. Uh, I'm so high at this point. That like they're like we need to get this guy undressed. I started undressing myself. <laughs> I'm just taking everything off. Um, they pull off my left ski boot and they're like, I don't know if we can get the right one. I was like, you guys can just cut it. Like it doesn't really matter at this point. I'm not skiing this year. And uh, the the surgeon's just like, well, let's try and get it off. And so I give my own leg tension and they're pulling this thing off and they got it off successfully, which was mental. <laughs> Future Jeff's going to be stoked. Oh, yeah. Like, it's a crazy story overall. Um, But, yeah, man. Like, I had surgery the next morning. The swelling was so bad. I was just leaking out all the incisions. Like, I had to get two blood transfusions. Um, And I, the best part was I had this 80-year-old lady uh, with a broken hip with dementia next to me for the six nights. I had the same thing when I broke my leg. Did you? Yeah. The same lady? lady? An old lady screaming. Yeah. And she's, she learned my name because I had family people, oh, like no. people visiting. And so she would be like, David. No. Help. <laughs> I can't. Help. And at one point, <laughs> she, my sister was visiting and we were just separated by a curtain. And yeah. she started to pull the curtain down and then was falling out of her bed. Oh, my And like God. almost like fell onto the ground. It was a whole thing. Uh, yeah, this, this was very similar. She very haunting, real, right? It, it is. Yeah. And like luckily she didn't learn my name. She wasn't a learning computer like yours was. <laughs> but uh, like every morning around 4 a.m., if your light was on past 8.30 at night, like Lord have mercy on you. She was going to let you know. But at 4 a.m., she would get up, help! Help! And the doctors would come in. She'd be like, "Do you know where my brazier is? <laughs> Can you get me a Sears catalog?" Oh, that's hot. That's hot. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, everybody else in the room was great, and uh, it was a nice six-night stay at the uh, hotel Lionsgate. Oh my god! <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're back home. We're almost a month in. We're we're feeling good. Yeah. No yeah. pain right now, or you like you're not on pills or anything. To, no, yeah. been off painkillers for two weeks, if not more. Um, not even taking Tylenol or Advil. Uh, swelling's down. Been going to physio every week, getting the range of motion back, getting swelling down, blah blah blah. And um, like, if I had to go solely based off of feeling, it's feeling really good. I see the surgeon on Friday. I get new X-rays. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. Um, I definitely have my fingers crossed for positive news. I would love to start weight bearing pretty soon here. And I feel like that'll really accelerate the healing process and I can get rid of my mental sticks and (laughs) help my wife around the house. (laughs) I've never wanted to help around the house so bad. Like I'm seeing her clean and I'm literally just sitting there trying not to spill goldfish on myself (laughs) (laughs) that sounds like normal jeff (laughs) feel like like, a real piece of shit yeah yeah but like i can clean the goldfish up normally yeah (laughs) (laughs) true oh man so yeah it's been what three weeks four weeks uh 
four weeks to the day tomorrow. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. So on an, under a normal ish femur break, is it six weeks before weight bearing or less? Honestly, like as far as I know, with like I got a rod all the way down my leg. So they <laughs> literally. Oh, I have two <laughs> massive uh, incisions here, and then I have a surgical rod all the uh, way down. Here. Okay. <laughs> should, should be a little more clear, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, they literally put it in above your and through your hip all the way through. That's and crazy. from my understanding, if it's a clean break, sometimes you can walk out of the hospital because it's structurally sound. It's in there and your bone will heal around it. Uh, I shattered my femur. Like it was, I don't know exactly how many pieces, but the doctor hasn't shown me the x-ray yet because he doesn't want to like get my morale down. No I'm way. Like, I'm, I'm not even kidding. Wow. So. Just confetti in there. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's a boy or a girl because I can't see in there, but. <laughs> hey, can we just Google, yeah. like, uh, shattered femur? <laughs> oh, that'll be it. Like, like not the making of, just yeah. like an x-ray of the end result. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, we need to set a bar somewhere. Yeah, like, I'm super curious to see it also. But literally everything feels really good. And the two ends were, uh, were solid. And I, from what I understand, it's all you really need to grow the middle part back. So. Okay. Yeah, I'm optimistic. Why is there a baby? There's an x-ray of a baby. All right, this is creeping me That's out. Let's get rid of that. Yeah. Let's not click any of those. <laughs> <laughs> That's bringing the morale way down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this was a lot worse than I expected. I, when I imagined how you might have done it, I didn't expect your leg to be pointed up the hill in the other. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Like, everybody is just like, oh, yeah, you broke your fear. Blah, blah. Like, that, that sucks. And like, honestly, like it was, I was pretty close to, uh, tapping out. Like it was from where I was, there was no way like search and rescue could really get to me unless they skied down on you and potentially triggered something else. Like my only option was to get my own butt out of there and like make contact. Um, it was wild, man. Like I, I'm kind of embarrassed that this, it all happened, but like, Ultimately, I'm super happy that I was able to function in the way I was uh, in that situation. And yeah, I'm really happy to still be here because yeah. snow is scary, man. <laughs> snow is scary. We got some photos here. Um, maybe we can talk through them here. Uh, this is... Uh, can you bring them up full screen? Yeah, yeah. So well, this is me uh, bagged up. Um, the doctor on the right was super nice. She's the one that gave me some really fun drugs. And then the. You had fentanyl and what? Ketamine. Ketamine. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did they give you glow sticks as well? <laughs> I had the, actually had those pre-packed. Oh, so <laughs> In the dark bag, I'm having the tie on my light. <laughs> like, what, yeah. What are you feeling? What, what are some of your memories? Like looking around, you're looking upwards towards the sky. You probably don't see that much. I fell asleep. It. Oh, oh, right. Like they, they literally, like I stopped moving and they panicked and reopened the bag. And I was like, no, no, my, <gasps> my job's done. Close, close. <laughs> 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 Zip it. Zip it. No, they were great. Like they, uh, they got in there as quickly as possible. I know the window for extraction, like you can see all the clouds in the background of that photo. Mm-hmm. Like that stuff came in and they, they couldn't get in for two hours. And when they did, they had, literally a 20 minute window they made it happen and um i'll definitely be hosting another fundraiser for search and rescue as soon as i can walk here at north point brewing <laughs> awesome. yeah they're awesome yeah 
another one. So you've done that before. I've done one for SAR last year. And uh, yeah, I never really expected it. That was after the first extraction I actually helped with. And I was like, these guys are so dialed. Like I want to give something back to them. And I never really expected to need their services, but I'm really happy that uh, they kicked ass. Man, They were, they were on point. Um, everything from the phone call to the actual extraction was pretty amazing. Like this coming from a guy who is in a lot of pain and like all I'm trying to do is stay quiet, chill out. Cause I know if I make any noises, my crew is going to start panicking too. There's nothing you can do in this situation. So sucks, man. There's big old incision on my hip there from where they put the surgical rod down my leg. So that goes literally the entire length of my femur. And you can see that big gun on my leg. (laughs) (laughs) It's got a lot of play lately. Yeah. (laughs) God damn. Those staples are out now? Staples are out. Nice. Okay. Um, everything's healed up real nicely externally. Um, yeah, they're. Uh, I think that was the most colorful. My leg was. I guess you can see the actual impact point. Uh, so my phone would have just been right, kind of in that tape zone on the right side. So that's why it didn't break. But I guess that's the actual fracture point there. It actually looks not bad like i couldn't tell that you had such a traumatic accident yeah like honestly i'm i'm kind of blown away by this whole procedure like there's no cast um people are looking at me when i'm walking down the street they're like oh you twist your ankle i'm like yeah man (laughs) (laughs) the upper ankle yeah yeah you you would not expect that you went through no but yeah the first first days were hard man like you can't get comfortable they're giving you so many drugs. You don't really know what's happening. You just know it's not right. And, oh, there's a good one. There's there's peak performance. <laughs> I think that's that's first night in the hospital. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We are flying. Fentanyl. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm they give you Molly at that point? I think they may have. <laughs> it definitely looks like it. <laughs> Did you have any come down from the drugs they gave you? Um... I was definitely having some sort of withdrawals yeah. and nights. Like I would have just like crazy sweat outs and uh, it was definitely in the first two weeks. Like as soon as I got home, like if I tried sleeping in my own bed and I literally just, there's my shape of sweat in the bed. Yeah. Um, I had the same experience I, and I, I tasted metal too. Yeah. 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 And I just, you just feel really toxic. And I think I was having like, hallucinatory dreams and stuff as well yeah because if you're tasting iron it means like your uh is it not like your iron level super low or something like that maybe i never got an explanation really okay uh i did hear that and i was experiencing that and i was just like are my kidneys blown out from all these drugs or what's going on here and i guess the answer is yes yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah i got off them as soon as i could yeah it's they sent me home with the um hydromorphin okay and i used it for probably the first two days at home before i like found comfort and then yeah the sweats started quickly after that like get off that stuff they're opioids they will ruin your life if you stay on them yeah 
Hey guys, I googled it. Uh, a metallic taste in your mouth can also be a symptom of an underlying medical condition. For example, it can be seen with these health conditions. Dental issues such as a tooth infection or gum disease. So don't worry about it. It's just a separate thing. Yeah. You guys should go to the dentist. Our, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, that adds up. Yeah. yeah. You and our blue sweaters together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you guys talk beforehand? You guys are wearing almost the same thing, except for yeah. the shoes. You forgot your soft mocks. Yeah. I did. Uh, no, I just thought I, I put on one blue item and then I thought it'd be funny if I wore all blue for some reason. To just perfectly blend into the couch and yeah, curtains behind yeah. you. I was going to pay tribute and wear a flannel and jean shorts. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. What are we looking at here? This How did you is... get this shot? Yeah, this is an insane were you, shot. Were you influencing in the air? <laughs> <laughs> they, they actually have cameras on because they do the, uh, the search and rescue show. And this actually just got sent to me. I don't know if this was, it looks like it's on the line. Obviously, I don't think it's on the actual bird, but uh, it's incredible. Cool shot. Incredible. Someone sent it to me and I've just been holding on. Um, yeah, it's a good time to see it. You can see the snow is really nice. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah. Too bad you couldn't see it. I know. I was having a rave in my cave. <laughs> <laughs> I was fully in the red room in there. <laughs> Man. <laughs> yeah. I hope they turn the show into like a sitcom show and they have the, the, a scene of you raving in your cave. The outtakes are just dropping me off the gurney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, your leg's sideways again. That's a something. <laughs> oh, that's going to be a concussion too. Oh, boy. <laughs> did um, So did they film that? They filmed it for the show? No clip. Oh wow! I, I would expect so. Like they they had uh, GoPros on their helmets, and I was like, "You guys could have been here so much faster if you just called me for settings." <laughs> <laughs> You're like, "No, no, no, this no, way. No, this no, angle, no. this angle." Your ISO is too open. <laughs> You're like linear mode. Are you serious right now? Yeah. <laughs> you rookies. Ninety <laughs> percent of the viewers just tuned out. <laughs> <laughs> GoPro talk. Oh, right, great. Yeah. A couple more photos there. Let's pull them up. I don't think I sent that many more. No? Okay. Those are the bangers. Those were the bangers. Yeah, there was, honestly, it was just crazy incident. Oh, and, like, my buddy that I also tour with, tour with Marcus Riga, who's, like, an incredible photographer, he was just back there skiing by himself <laughs> and just kind of showed up on scene. He's like, oh, he's like, oh bubber, look, <laughs> like, how you doing? I'm like, hey, Marcus. <laughs> hey, you guys need some fentanyl or ketamine? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I know I said it was from the doctor, but <laughs> it's from Dr. Riga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Riga. Yeah. <laughs> He'll know that name. <laughs> That's amazing. So, so he was just there. Just showed just up. Showed up. Yeah, he was just skiing that zone by himself too. Wow, man. Like it's he, most Marcus thing I've ever heard. He hasn't gotten a uh, resort pass in I think four years now. Like he literally just walks up for every run. We gotta turn this into a TV show, man. It's, yeah. This exact scenario let's just act it out yeah it's too, it's too funny we need to do a dramatic uh dramatization of this whole experience marcus can play himself we'll include real drugs it's gonna be incredible <laughs> yeah it's gonna be great <laughs> do you have photos of your leg because i was wondering if you were gonna show us something really gnarly oh like i can show you all the incisions i can well I, not that i necessarily want to see it what what i'm asking is do you have a photo of yeah your your leg pointing in another direction oh no no. No, I'll, I'll get one of its it at its fattest. And and was your phone toast? Or is this the phone? No, this you're... is it. Oh. But oh. like in the time, 
you're wondering if you're going to have reception or anything. And this episode and brought to you by Gorilla Glass. <laughs> I was going to say an Android would have failed. <laughs> Android's out. All right. Got a couple to send over to the MacBook Pro. Um, but yeah, man, it's been a, it's been a crazy go. I'm really excited to, uh, was that the sound of the airdrop? That was the, the viewers get to experience the airdrop too. <laughs> this is great. Yeah. I'm going to break my monitor. I swear. It's just super time. <laughs> 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 Nothing is faked here. Yeah. Look how big that sucker is. Obviously it's wow. under my food That's table. What she said. <laughs> <laughs> But like anybody that knows me knows my uh my thigh is not that big. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> and that uh you can see the bandage on the left there. Like I literally got this tattoo that says good luck. Um three weeks before this. No way. <laughs> and the, the incision is right through it. <laughs> Dude, that's even more badass now. <laughs> when did you get it? Three weeks before the incident. Oh I, that, my soundboard wasn't <laughs> wasn't <laughs> oh, high man. enough. I uh, I was setting you up for how about a week ago. Uh, I thought you were going to go with cut that. Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> it's been. <laughs> we got to download that one. There's, we got to add that. a good angle of it. Good Lord. Man, your tattoo artist must be making a killing these days. Yeah. I, I don't I, Yeah, he's doing well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like I've never fixed up a tattoo or anything. I just think it's kind of funny to mess him up. It gives him a little character. Yeah, what does it look like now? see it oh okay yeah like it's, it's like a little bit out of line but pretty well not bad that's it eh just that one scar no i got that i got two here and then i got two big incisions the side here wow but like they literally just they literally drill out the middle of your your femur put the rod in and then i think they lock it in with um a couple of screws at the bottom a couple of screws at the top Hmm. You ever think about if you had that injury like a hundred years ago and you would have just been <laughs> if, fucked? If I had that accident a hundred years ago, I can count about 17 ways I would have died. Yeah. Like honestly, just down to like, if I had made it as far as surgery, um, infections. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. just, or, but even if you survive it, you're just the guy with like the dangly leg for the rest of your life. Totally. Or maybe you cut it off. They cut it off. Yeah. Yeah. She gone. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Like it's, Honestly, like the whole process of this, like from the extraction, um, painkillers, surgery, uh, like they had to give me two bags of blood because I was leaking out so much. Like all of these methods, like they wouldn't give transfusion a hundred years ago. I don't yeah. think. Yeah. Like, or, or they'd they, just be bad at it probably. Or they'd give you the wrong kind. <laughs> just be and trying you, to like shove it into you somehow. Oh, is yeah. That, is that well, a bag of they'd blood? give you the wrong blood. That's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's they would. Me. Yeah. I'm a negative, I believe I. I learned on this uh, journey. Yeah, I still don't know mine. <laughs> I never did. So what you'd say it was so Canadian. A, you'd say it was a negative experience, or <laughs> <laughs> bazinga. Yeah, that's a nice way to put it. <laughs> so you were talking about uh, you had a physio story that you were teasing earlier. Ooh, which one? Just about the guy. Maybe oh. I said save for the pot, and I'm not even sure if it's that interesting at this point. <laughs> I, I had to drive Gully here, and I I listened. He let me in on a few things, and I mm. resisted saying leave it for the pod, leave it for a pod, because oh, okay. I wanted to have a real conversation with him. So, so you just don't care about the show. We I tried to linger. <laughs> I tried to linger on Duolingo 
he, he's been practicing his Spanish. Sorry, so Dua Lipa? I, I try not to ask you any other questions. Yeah, you, you were pushing pretty strategically yeah. towards Duolingo. Yeah, I, I, didn't, like, I didn't want to hear any details of the accident. Didn't want to know what happened. That's, Smart. that's impressive. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I was really curious about your interest in Duolingo. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna get commission on someone signing up. <laughs> so, like, you get a streak if you get a certain amount of days in a row. Wow, that's really interesting. Yeah, totally. <laughs> also, what's Byron's? Uh, oh, look, let's look at your whole list of friends. Who do you follow? Oh, wow. <laughs> so strategic. I thought we were bonding. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't do that here. Uh-uh. We only feed off each other at this podcast. <laughs> yeah. We don't bond. TM. <laughs> so, um, what have you been filling your time with? uh duolingo <laughs> i'm learning spanish i've been doing like three hours a day wow <laughs> and then bueno. uh, i've taken on a little role with orbea managing uh the ambassadors from canada us and the uk so been diving into that role a little bit there's just so much of the actual company to learn and uh budgets everything like i i've dealt with this all my entire life like dealing with a handler more or less and now kind of having my foot in both doors it's it's pretty cool actually like i'm meeting a lot of our our cool athletes and like just figuring out this role so i'm getting a lot of guidance from my boss at orbea um and yeah it's just a really nice growing experience it's like just kind of planning for the future and we'll take it as it comes that's like professional athlete i always feel like um the injury thing is always such a like well what do i do now like uh, yeah you know like uh, i gotta figure the next thing out right now totally do you did you have that moment no i <laughs> like all my sponsors have been super supportive uh i haven't broken a bone in 11 years now so i've kind of just been saving up for the big one <laughs> and uh now we're here and you and cashed in big time no kidding <laughs> But, uh, like, every one of my sponsors that have called and told them about this, they're like, relax, like, you're good. It's still early in the season. Heal up, and we'll crush the second half. And uh, even with Nerona, like, I was super nervous to tell those guys because I had literally just signed with them. And they're like, oh, we're an Alpine company. We've had three athletes in slides this year. Like, <laughs> it's like, okay, <laughs> good to know. <laughs> wow, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got to imagine it really comes with the territory for, you know, extreme sports athletes anyway, so. Yeah, like, absolutely. And, like, I feel like I have a big enough following, I'm I'm productive enough, and I have a good cache of content that I can just dive into during this time. But, um, yeah, aside from that, I've just been diving into physio and going to see my guy twice a week, doing all my exercises at home. I'm literally doing, like, marathon crutch laps around the block just to, like, keep the heart rate up and get fresh circulation in there. So really curious to see where I'm at. Like I get my new x-rays tomorrow. I see my surgeon on Friday and uh, that'll be literally four weeks to the day from surgery. So I'm hoping he allows me to wait bear because I feel like that's just going to speed up the entire recovery at that point on. Sure. Sure. Well, well, that's a great story. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for coming. <laughs> remind me remind me a bit of uh Brett Tippy's survival story. Yeah. Man. Told us. Like it's we've been back and forth with our stories and like both of them are really messed up. Like I, I feel like it's it's kind of a reflection on the person too. 
to like be able to get out of that situation. Just like my wife made me promise that I wouldn't die doing anything stupid. So I kind of, when this all happened, I, I realized I had to get out of there so I can die at 69 from some heart attack. <laughs> 69. On April 20th. <laughs> yeah. Well, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen there. Are you, are you yeah. in room 420? Or is that four? I see a four behind you in this photo. There's a four. I believe it's just a four. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, uh, yeah, that's first night in hospital. My wife, Brianna, who is super impressed with the whole situation. <laughs> She's pumped. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. But it's been 11 years since uh, the last one, so. Yeah, I know. It's, it's been really good. Like, I think my last one was my scapula. Okay. And, uh, yeah, you've probably never heard of a scapula. Who the hell breaks a scapula? It's my, it's my favorite vampire, so. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, that little flipper thing in the kitchen? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I use it with pancakes every weekend. Well, the gully broke his. Yeah. So oh, that's too bad. <laughs> Why is it taking you out for so long, though? What's that? No, why'd your spatula take you out so long? <laughs> Never mind. I was just trying to feed off his joke. wasn't feeding. Uh, is this yeah. a picture of the scapula? Can't feed yourself with a spatula. <laughs> oh, yeah, shoulder blade. Yeah. Uh, how'd you do that one? Uh, that was in the Nine Nights event in Italy. We were sessioning this one jump-to-wall ride, and like the landing was a little bit off, and I kind of popped out and tabled a little more than I should, and it just threw me off the correct landing angle to the landing and just kind of pitched me over and I fell into a corner and I got up immediately and kind of just took off my jersey because I knew I had scraped it all up and the medic was just like no 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 stop <laughs> like what he goes you have the the fin like the shark and I literally looked over and I could see it. And I was like, ah! <laughs> it sat down immediately. <laughs> that was a great voice. Yeah, what accent was that? that was so Italian? Good. That was so good. I was like, Japanese or Italian? I can't quit. He's been doing Duolingo. Come on. Yeah, yeah. He knows. <laughs> he went, wow, 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 wow. Oh, no. It's a Mia. It's a you, a shark. God damn it. I have a fucking sound for this. Come on. Come on. Come on. We'll keep filling. We'll give you a buffer. Yeah. Keep talking. Uh, Hold on. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Perfect. So is it too soon to ask when you think you're going to get back on the bike? Uh, I'm really hoping I'm on the bike actually riding by Whistler opening day, which is generally mid-May. What? Are you pranking me right now? No, man. Two months? Yeah. I thought femurs were like a six-month thing. No, that's like ACL, and oh. all those ligaments. Like, a bone's a bone. It's like Uncomplicated. The, yeah. I feel like the only issues I might have, it because I tore up the muscle around, and my leg dangling everywhere, um, like, that'll be a little bit, getting, like, the atrophy of my knee and lower half, because it's been couch-bound for so long. But honestly, like, my job is to be healthy. Like all I'm going to be doing is my physio exercises and anything I can do to uh, shorten this process. Like I, I'm hungry. I need to get out there. Like sitting even for this long is super uncommon for me, and it's been almost four weeks now. So get me out of here. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you are normally the busiest person. Low key, the busiest person I know. Like I, you're, you're literally riding or skiing or doing something every day. I love not sitting still. Like it, 
I always line my day up with activities. Like I can't find time to eat. That's, that's my biggest issue. (laughs) (laughs) And like my wife literally just like sit me down and feed me. And then make me do dishes. <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> Does she burp you and eat your pizza pie? No, yeah. no I, I can burp and poop by myself. Oh, that's impressive. <laughs> Wiping gets challenging though, she right? She was the sponge bath. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Day, fun. She was my nurse for uh, the first like week and a half at home. So I was getting sponge baths. Nice. And uh, I feel like our relationship has gotten so tight. <laughs> so tight. <laughs> Cross lines. <laughs> Feeding off each other. Yeah. <laughs> Where is it? Feeding off each other. Do you know who that is? That soundbite? Is that Matt Hunter? Yeah. 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 Nice. He knows. <laughs> You're in that movie. You should yeah. Know. It's either Rome or um, Follow Me. That one's Follow Me. Were you in Follow Me? Yeah. 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 It was Follow Me. The like Whistler segment. That's right. Yeah. That's amazing. What You've been in so many movies. What, what are, what's like your most fond memory of a, particular movie film um one of those movie films you know yeah like like follow me was actually a really fun production we had a great time up at silver star and i still haven't been back to ride silver star since i've been wanting to because it was so much fun back then but like we were so focused on shooting we didn't get to check out the park too much um and then we had our super fun section down in punta san carlos in the in the baja um like neural disorder six was a blast to shoot Cause it was just like, it wasn't so much the vibe. It was like, you're sending it. It's like every day, literally doing something that makes you uncomfortable. I actually watched that segment last night. Cause I was like, just looking at like your filmography. I'm like, holy fuck, you've been in so much. And I guess I grew, I watched that all growing up and like not realizing that it's like a lot, obviously. But that segment in particular had like some massive sins. Like, yeah. That was the Ord Road gap, I That's think, in right. that one, which you looked like you overshot. Oh, I overshot by like 15, 20 feet. Which, for the people that don't know, is what, 60 foot diagonal gap? 50? It's, yeah, I'd say it's a solid 50, like tip to tip. And then like went a legit 15, 20 down the landing as well. And <laughs> it was, it was it up. wild, man. Like I got, uh, um, I'm basically out there and Matt Brooks has been hired on as our first aid attendee. He's like, Oh yeah, the wind comes and sets here. So like, it's going to blow, blow, and then you're going to drop right before the third gust. And that should stop before you go off the drop <laughs> What the heck? and should this be dead science. for 10 seconds. And wow. so I, I went up there and just like stood there and felt the sets kind of come through and it checked out. And, and so, yeah, dropped in. I uh, got him to drop me in on the right before the third gust, and holy cow, was it big! <laughs> can we can we watch that? What, yeah. what do we search? Uh, Bean World Disorder Six. Yeah, if you go to YouTube, oh boy, we're gonna tell people how to pirate this. <laughs> do you miss those uh, films, the New World Disorder films? Yeah, of course. They kind of just like push the boundaries all the time, and then it was kind of just fed to us that we needed more substance in films. Where, like, at the time, we did not care about substance. We wanted, like, the send. Yeah. We didn't want, like, a storyline, but... There were still storylines, though. I mean, they had, like, great intros, and then as the characters were introduced... Yes and no. Like, like, you had your intros, but, um, like, then you get to the other films from the collective and everything that uh, just wanted to tell such a story. 
And I don't think that was super necessary, but it seemed like everybody wanted it because they told the people they wanted it. Mm. But yeah, I think a lot of people miss out on just like the Sandy films also. Yeah. Okay, I sent it I sent it in the chat there, producer guy. <laughs> Big Owl, Mr. No, Big Owl. No, click the link. Click the link. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's Mr. Dr. Big Owl to you. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be a copyright song. So. <laughs> oh yeah, turn that down. Turn it. This is Wait, it. Wait, do you have the license to the song, Gully? Still? Yeah. No, Are you holding we'll have, it? We'll have to call it Big D. Okay. <laughs> All right. Big fan of the pod. <laughs> Big fan. <laughs> <laughs> what what did you do there, Big Owl? Long time listener. Oh, just refresh it or something. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Internet. So What's the last big production you worked on? Last um, big movie you remember? Okay, here it is. Here it is. Hold on. Oh, God. Everything was in slow-mo back then, so it's going to take a while yeah, to load. <laughs> I'm getting there. Yeah. Right now, he's just trail riding. <laughs> <laughs> and then the zoom out. This is Or Road Gap? Or? Yeah. Uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was just such a little pipsqueak back then. Dude, how old were you at this point? I gotta say, like, 17. Said what, 2005? Yeah, this came out in 2005. Yeah, 17. Yeah, this this was, like, still is mind-blowing. Like, it holds up. Like, all these things. Is that that? Is that a Cove bike? Cove? Oh, yeah, that's the... Uh, peeler? I do. It's either the Playmate or the Peeler. I think this was the, the Peeler. You made that bike quite iconic for me. I love that bike. Because you wrote it. It was sweet back then. And then like now you look Dirt back marching? on it and you're like, you're, you're literally an orange racing bike. <laughs> nice little single <laughs> pivot bigger action. bigger tubes. Was that a, a Superman seat grab on Dirt Merchant? That was. That's sick. Yeah. That was, uh, I was actually shooting with Carlin Dunn at that point. And uh, he was doing like knack-knacks or something on that. And I was like, I want to try a Superman seat grab. And it worked out really well. <laughs> that was the first one you've ever done uh on like a jump that size yeah. oh my god do you do a backflip on this bike i don't think in i this? flipped in this section mm. that's it that's all big do you yeah. do straight flips uh they've been done they've been done <laughs> by you <laughs> yeah i I'm, i was never really a straight flipper i was always kind of over the shoulder and i that came from um actual like cliff jumping water because like you could spot your landing sooner Mm. and it just kind of came naturally like my first flip ever was over the shoulder mm. and yeah that's that <laughs> what's the biggest court flip you've ever sent um one of the bigger ones was definitely at chatel it was like a solid 55 foot double and wow yeah corked that you're like completely sideways in the air you're like this doesn't make sense i hope it works out <laughs> <laughs> you see you're landing over your shoulder you're like uh, why is my wheel pointed towards the side? <laughs> is uh, Chattel is the one that looks like it's made of shale, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And like the. <laughs> looks so scary. They call that one slope the face. Okay. Like Chattel is always a blast. Like I was one of the first people to spin a drop there. Mm. Um, and then I ended up getting a flat and I ended up winning the Chattel Spirit Award, which was the equivalent of second place. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> nice. There you go. It uh, pays to be a nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> what was the, um, like, the jankiest course you think you've ridden? Jankiest course? It would have to be, like, a little slope style that was in, um, it was in Italy. And, uh, like, everything was just plywood. Like, there's plywood on the wet grass. 
like leading up to the the next jumps like one of the wall rides you could like jump to but the the frame was too soft to like really push off so like you just fall and case the top of this dirt quarter made of linguini like literally like <laughs> wet linguini not even the dry stuff <laughs> freshly made yeah <laughs> Yeah, God. Right. Yeah, there's. I'm sure there's plenty of really sketchy ones. I remember Highland Bike Park one year was completely saturated, and they wouldn't push the event. So like, that was the Claymore Challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like yeah. We had like peanut butter tires, like going off anything. If you had slicks, you were you're sliding, trying to like keep your line. If you had knobs, you were completely um, peanut buttered in there. It was stupid. They could have pushed it a day. It would have been amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Do you miss that at all those days of like Yeah, man. Yeah. Like it was really fun. Like yeah. there was so much camaraderie between all the athletes. Like everybody was not only feeding off each other, mm-hmm. but they were uh like super motivated and nobody wanted to see anybody get hurt. Like you're just kind of pumping each other's tires and like trying to have a good show, more or less, and the best guy would win. And yeah, it was it was super fun. And there was no animosity between anybody. And I feel like the guys competing still uh, definitely have that. Like, everybody is really supportive of one another. Like, they definitely take it a little more seriously. And the the talent has definitely improved tenfold from our time. But it's still so cool to see. Like, those guys are absolutely kicking butt. And, uh, yeah, I'm actually supposed to be in New Zealand judging that one or getting home from New Zealand right now. Mm. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> For Crankworks Rotorua? Yeah, I Crankworks my leg. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you emailed them? <laughs> Sorry, I misunderstood. Uh, femur accidentally stuck in windowsill. Yeah. Yeah. Legs sideways. Can't come. <laughs> <laughs> what was the judging like in the, the, I guess, the old days of slope style? Was it, because I know there's like always disagreements. Now, yeah. you know, it's dramatic. Yeah. Was it dramatic back then too? Yeah, totally. Like I'd say the consistency of the judging was far less back then. At least there's like some sort of standard now. And if there is a question, it's like pretty even across the field that everybody feels that way. Whereas back then it'd be like, oh, that techno hander say gets 80 points, but that suicide gets like 50. You're like, what? how does this make sense? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, I feel like just the the communication and everything between the judges now really does make a lot more sense. Like, we can basically tell you what you're going to get in your run if you explain it to us beforehand. And we're there to help the athletes, like, do their best. And, yeah, when we're in the booth, it's zero favors. Everybody's equal. You could be the sickest guy there and come dead last easily. Yeah, that's awesome to see. And Yeah. So you guys, when you like say you did judge Rotorua, you have before, you're watching the feed, the same thing everyone else is watching, but then you have access to like all this technology with like replays and you can like analyze yeah. runs against each other that we can't like as a viewer. We, um, we generally don't get the actual feed. Oh, okay. We have about four angles of the course at all times. And so like there are some more zoomed in angles uh, on specific features and that'll change with the rider coming down. And then we have like static feeds also that are a bit longer of a shot on the athlete at all times. And then if we do require 
like a little more time to make a decision or rewatch some footage. They'll give us the replay and like slow-mo, whatever we need. So it's, it's pretty set now. And the, the panel is only about eight judges that we rotate through. So a couple of people like Chopper, myself, um, Connor McFarlane, and um, yeah, a couple others uh, were pretty consistent judges. So like we all just talk it out. It's not like, not like what well, we do have French judges, but it's not like the French judge. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> <laughs> so it's pretty cool now. Like I, we have a lot more consistency. We communicate, and the athletes genu- genuinely seem pretty happy with the results. And if they don't, then come talk to us. Like we we can talk this out and find some common ground here. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Such a vulnerable <laughs> role. Oh judging. yeah. Like. The mercy of the the comments. Well, and that was the big thing. Like, I, I judged Rampage for a couple of years. And I was like, this panel has zero consistency. Like, we don't really talk or anything. Like, we're told not to talk. Just give, like, a raw score. But, like, what if somebody's way out in left field or missed something and didn't see a trick? Uh, you need to have that communication. Like, you needed to be able to talk this out. And, like, why do you think that guy deserves a 93 when everybody else thinks he should have had, like, an 82? What is it like being a judge for a Red Bull Rampage? Is it luxurious? Is it, do you get well taken care of? You're well taken care of. Like, uh, I flew directly in from Japan once. And, like, they had vehicle waiting for me. Like, they give you a pretty good room. You're, you're covered. But, uh, yeah, it's also the most disputed contest results of the year every year so is it worth it i didn't think so i did it twice and like i had some of my friends like actually getting really frustrated with me and the order that is the final result might not be your order but try explaining that to somebody like they're only going to see what they want to see like i had a few of my american friends like actually get really really frustrated because sorgi won and zinc did not and i'm like listen like <laughs> both of these guys are homies to me like i but sorgi won sorgi's run was better and some of my american friends were like actually like really frustrated like sorgi only won because he's canadian like no man he crushed it <laughs> he's won how many times yeah but dude knows how to ride rampage so no more of that <laughs> no it's yeah. not worth your time, man. Like when you're actually having your friends get frustrated with you and like they want to start verbal arguments because of this, like, is it worth the 1500 bucks they pay you? No, absolutely not. But right about <laughs> Can't <laughs> wait to watch next year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, definitely entertaining event to watch. Super entertaining. Like, <laughs> the guys absolutely throw it out. What was the last one you competed? 2015? It was 14 or 15. Yeah can't remember off the top of my head but yeah that was a really fun event like people getting heated on the hill over line choices uh actually building your line and like trying everything out like it was it's really cool and you need to be on your a game do we have a jeff gelovich uh rampage run on youtube that we can watch oh i think so there's a couple on there how much digging have you done in utah plenty you're building all your runs Yes. Like, like, like how, how could you quantify it? How many days have you spent out in the desert digging? Oh, man. At least 50. 
Do you prefer digging uh, in the desert or on the North Shore? The desert is so much easier. So much easier. <laughs> like you're hauling in water and that's your, that's the hardest part. All right, take us through this here. Can you turn that down a touch? Uh, let's run, this looks like a run too. I think I had, I think I'd laid down a clean first run already. Angle's a little low. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is like. But it really shows the exposure. Yeah, this is so messed up. I think it's like the, the first year I was with GoPro also. Are oh, you? Yeah, so this oh, is run one. Oh, my God, <laughs> So that's off. I was supposed to go right and flip off a, a step down I had there. And I missed it. Flip off a step down? Yeah, so wow. I'd, I'd done it for the first time the night before. And it was definitely the biggest step down I've ever flipped. Um, and then I was going to, I'd crashed off of the, uh, Oakley center the day before. And now everybody's telling me that the wind's fine. You can see the flags. So like the wind's on a 90 there and I'm not feeling it. I think I was actually here live watching this one. So I actually haven't done this drop yet. This is my first time hitting this. I haven't really looked at it. I almost missed the land. Oh, oh. <laughs> dude, God. dude, it was, so I'd crashed off the Oakley center the day before cause I guineaed it. Yeah. And my body was just in shambles. Like I didn't really want to be riding at this point. Nice. But nice table. Holding it together. And then I think I finish with a good size three drop up here. So many jumps. Are you exhausted by this point? Kinda. Are you like you're so in the zone? Yeah. Wow. And then I think in the if you watch the second run from this year. I do the flip drop, but um, I think I under-rotated a bit. I went super deep, held it together, and I blew up in the compression at the bottom. But we don't need to wait. You crazy. That was <laughs> stressful. You crazy. <laughs> so stressful. Oh, run two. Here we go. Yeah. I kind of want to watch it. Yeah, let's watch it. Yeah. So, like, I, I have the photo of me flipping this drop successfully the night before. I don't know if I... Love the kit, by the way. Oh, dude, there's so much color. Bubblegum ice cream. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> On what? top of the Oakland Athletics, yellow and green. <laughs> That's sweet, too. <laughs> what kind of... <laughs> you painted a hardtail that, that split color, didn't you? They did well? all three of my bikes. Oh, that color. Uh, that was a neat... What, what is it like riding that? Is it... Like, what happens if you fall? Don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why, why would you fall? <laughs> I don't know. This is the flip drop here. I guess that's the difference between me and a pro mountain bike. Yeah. And I oh. got it. Oh. Yeah. I just got like that little bit offline to the right. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah. Was that the, the final year? The final rampage year? No, I think the next year was. I think there's mm. another year in there. Um, Crazy. Yeah, the 2014 there. Oh, this was like. Rocky Mountain Maida. Maida. Maiden. The Maiden, yeah. Yeah. And I had a uh, the Manitou on the front there, the Dorito. The Dorito. <laughs> Your bike's making some noises for sure. Yeah, what's going on there? I, I the, don't want to bring it up. I think that's the crunchy bag of Doritos on the front. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this is like a prototype frame, too. Oh. Are you wearing any protection other than a full face helmet? Knee pads. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was always, good. I was helmet knee pads guy. Like I never wore a neck brace, back brace. Cause I, I figured like if you're doing things you're not comfortably doing in your normal kit, then why are you doing it? Mm. 
Hmm. That was a cool double drop feature. Whoa. And there we go. Whoa. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> oh, man. And there's this cool little step down we built up here. Any of the, uh, the, the people standing around getting your way ever? Mm, they have in the past. I haven't had any issues with that before. Whoa. I feel like you need to translate this to VR. <laughs> was, it, was it the last rampage? Someone almost ran into like a spool, a spool on their run out. You guys recall that? There's oh, like a, yeah. There's a cable, a spooled cable, like television cable. Oh, perfect. Mm. Yeah, it was in next to a bush. Nice. Yeah, there's some some weird stuff goes on there, but like they they do their best. Like someone put a rail in Dylan Stark's line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was crazy. So yeah. it's not not legal in the rules. Could not do that. I don't see why not. Oh. But like they, because they they I from what I understand is they threw it in like literally right before he dropped in. It wasn't yeah. like in there and set up because mm. I think people were walking up that line and kind of kicking it out. Mm. Or they wanted to keep it super secret. But all I know is it was set up like in his friend's trust to just throw that in there. It seemed like <laughs> it was a secret because when it played yeah. live, Cam McCall didn't notice it. Neither did I. Yeah. Blend it in. And then when they went to the replay, they cut it right before the rail. And I was so excited to see the replay because I thought, wait a second. What the heck? Well, how did, what did he just do there? Like something happened, but you couldn't put your <laughs> finger on it. And then they never went to the, the playback. And then I read in the comments. All the tinfoil hats. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, they felt like it wasn't legal. So really, yeah. Oh, I didn't hear that, but because it's yeah, it's cool. Yeah, <laughs> man-made structure. Is it allowed? Oh yeah, everything's man-made. Yeah, yeah. They, they but, make their entire runs. But like in these clips you just showed us, the oak, they had the two Oakley senders. Yeah, they don't have that level of woodwork anymore. Correct. Uh, I think there are a couple bottleneck features still like mm. pull everybody back in i see is there a red bull rampage this year <clears throat> it's a good question i don't know if they've announced it i would imagine there will be mm -hmm. um they, i feel like there is i, f I feel like they uh are they running <laughs> out of locations <laughs> like th that mountain's <laughs> only so big and they've used a lot of it it's a massive plot of land yeah <clears throat> i think if they wanted to find a new location they probably could pretty quickly yeah but they've kind of just been recycling the old ones. So I don't know the grand plan, um, but I can't wait to watch it. <laughs> and not judge it. <laughs> yeah. And maybe throw in a staircase and a rail. <laughs> Set of stairs. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you doing for exercises? What are you, are you keeping fit? Oh man, I got some like old person walker stuff. I'm doing leg lifts like this. That is impressive. Oh, yeah. Very nice. I know. <laughs> get, get you in a pool with the old people? Dude, I honestly cannot wait to go stand in a pool. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's going to feel nice. It's going to be incredible. Now that, like, all the incisions have closed, like, as soon as I get the okay to weight bear from my surgeon, I'm going to be honestly the happiest person ever. And, yeah, I hate sitting around. I'm so over this crap. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. I 100% believe it. Yeah, like Jason said, you're out there every day. You are, in my opinion, probably one of maybe a few people that actually are living the dream because you're just doing the thing every day. I, I just want to do the thing, and I can't do the thing right now. It's really frustrating. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, you're doing other things. We're doing other like things. Learning Spanish. Yeah. Mi Espanol es muy bien. Give us your best okay. sentence. What, what can you say? <clears throat> uh, Put them on the spot like this. Yo estudiar mucho y aprende. What you ask, Manuel? <laughs> Alonzo? <laughs> there's, there's so much, man. Everybody's like, give me a sentence. And you're like, Hola, amigo. <laughs> we have a Spanish speaker in the uh, room, uh, and he just gave him the, eh, it was all right. It is only okay. Uh, I study a lot. <laughs> I think he has a wrong place. Estudio. No, this is the studio. Right. Yeah. That, that's the hardest thing right there. It's like you, you can get all the words. It's like. Oh man, it's ridiculous. All the conjugations and everything. Like, I'm not that great with English. Super <laughs> technical. <laughs> I wish I could say this is Spanish, but can you bring up the uh, the clip in <laughs> the, the clip from Drop In where we see Gully for the first time? I would love to watch that on the podcast with you. Bring up oh. le clipo. <laughs> Por jo favor. Ne jo necesito <laughs> el tele. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Young, oh, what'd you type in? Drop in Gully. Now we have an artist, like a rap music video from Young Gully. Young and the Gully. track is called Drop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's pretty iconic. Maybe I did do that. <laughs> what? Is it season two? I don't know. I took a lot of drugs. <laughs> no, it's season one. Season yeah. one? <laughs> yeah it was literally like the first episode yeah in type in north, north vancouver. vancouver yeah like myrtle park i think it's at the myrtle oh, dirt myrtle. jumps Ooh, the ogs oh, yeah. like the woman beside you in the hospital is named myrtle i think <laughs> it is yeah i, I called her a moaning myrtle actually <laughs> <laughs> the harry potter reference right there it is nice yeah oh that one flew over my head zoom zoom yeah just like a Quidditch player would. <laughs> Softball that one, dude. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're just watching Big Al scrub through the... This is good I, television. Is, this, no, episode one? No, 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 no. I it, thought it's like honestly... Season one. one. Three. Yeah. Yeah. It's like one, two, or three. Somewhere on the shore there. Eh, whatever. We'll find it eventually. Keep talking. Just, just keep watching. Oh, Jason's <laughs> yeah. going to be We had a vamp. Pick a different topic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so what does it take to become a lifelong uh, professional athlete? Um, yeah. Um, People want to know. <laughs> Got to be able to roll with the punches, you know. Yeah, nothing is really ever going to go according to plan. Um, definitely got to be able to change with the, the terrain and what's happening with the sport. And I feel uh, I've been pretty capable of segueing from local video athlete to uh rampage contestant like it's it's non-stop it's always evolving like i never really saw myself getting in slope style until slope style was a thing and then i went from always being like a for sure like big mountain rider to learning bar spins and tail whips and then uh yeah everything kind of pushed back to rampage and big mountain events so if you wanted to be something and you wanted to try and do it all, you had to learn to do, do it all. And then injuries come into play and you definitely got to have a lot of, a lot of grit to kind of get back up there. Cause you're going to be so tired of these injuries that happen out of nowhere. 
And there's going to be a couple big ones in your career, no matter who you are, no matter how good you are. You might just slip one pedal and snap your tip fib. <laughs> it's uh, it's how it goes, man. Like I have broken things. Like I breaking my shoulder blade. I didn't even know you could break that. I didn't really know it was a breakable, but <laughs> that was just always there and fine. Did that. Um, yeah, man. I've fourth degree separation of my shoulder, broken my kneecap. Didn't know that was the thing you broke. Uh, shin, ankle. Femur now, fingers, concussions, nose. Did you break your shin on a Razor scooter, or was that a bike? No, I was on a bike. Oh. No, I, w- I wasn't part of the scooter. Doing dance. a whip. Yeah. Douche. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been uh, more embarrassing. What What was the most painful <laughs> of all of your injuries? Uh, kneecap was really shitty. Um, I'd say the tibia was the most painful, because I just cracked it like two-thirds of the way. So everything hurt, every movement whatsoever. When it's actually broken and floating, it's not so bad. When uh, it's still attached, but like a slight gust of wind makes you cry out, you know it real quick. And yeah, like that was me ditching out of a flip and my shin kicking the top of the landing. Oh. Uh Uh-huh. Knee pad on? Knee pad on. Shinpad. No. <laughs> oh, Shinpad. Oh. Yeah, why don't. Oh, here we go. We got I uh, think I got I've seen this think many dirt jumpers in one place. I've seen this many riders on this whole trip combined, man. Sean Danny looks like one of your kids. Shit. And uh, <laughs> this is the dirt club, and this is the Myrtle Park, our first. Shout out Jay Hoots. No, Jay Krantz. Jay Krantz. I believe that's Lenny Kravitz, actually. Look at that Dow dirt jump. Essentially Looks like Lenny Kravitz went to the Canadian Tire, picked up a helmet. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> we love you, Jay. <laughs> we love you, Jay. Bill come on the podcast. He, he was yeah, a, come on the podcast. He was actually my first sponsor, man. No way. Hoots Gear, yeah. That's awesome. There you are. Is that you? That's me. Oh, wow. What's this noise? Yeah, what is this noise? It's an awful noise happening right now. Oh, this is the music. <laughs> <laughs> It's just their music choice. <laughs> this is awful noise. Suddenly <laughs> yeah. there was something wrong with the Sounds tables. like a parent listening to their kids' music. <laughs> so this is not a place that exists anymore, right? I'm, I think it still exists, actually. Oh, That's, really? uh, that was Mike Kinrad. Uh, this Byron Gray. Jay Hoots. Don't know. Trevor Cronister, I believe. That's me. God. I don't, don't think that was me. That guy was too big. <laughs> that was me. Okay, how old were you here? 13, 14. 13 for sure. Jay with the no foot cans. Heck yeah. Love it. Oh, yeah. Nice table. Thanks, Doc. What was that? Was that a no foot can? That was, was supposed to be a no foot can. Dave, are you just like loving this or what? He's yeah. a North Vancouver boy, man. You should have love for this. Yeah. I mean, almost a heel clicker. Best vibe. My first house was right across the street from Myrtle Park. So. No way. Yeah. Were you right by like Teed and Bead and those guys? No. I, I mean, I, we moved out of there when I was like six, so I didn't know those guys. Gotcha. That guy's in the tree. Did I miss the part where Gully says something? I don't think so. Here's all the kids. You know all those guys? A bunch of them. 
So were you guys just there, or did they? Did you know they were coming? They brought us there. Oh, oh. wait, what? In their bus? <laughs> no, there was no candy either. That was Kyle McClaws. I hear him coming. Hold it up. A revy bucket. What do you mean they brought you there? Damn, that's me and Kyle. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. Uh, yeah, they told us they were all coming, shooting this TV show. What's your name and where are you from? I'm Jeff Golovich. I'm from the North Shore of Canada. <laughs> the North Shore of Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Are you proud of these kids? Dude, that was awesome. <laughs> the North Shore of Canada. <laughs> well, I guess you could think it was Oahu. <laughs> I love that, man. Man, it's so funny. I was watching you on TV when I was just kid. Before school, after school. I thought I was from the North Shore of Canada. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, geography, not so good. Spanish, though. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Day by day. How was that day? Do you remember it at all? Kind of. I I remember having a little regret for saying North Shore of Canada. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, like literally. I was just like, did I just say it? And then it actually came out. And I was like, yeah, I did. (laughs) North Shore of Canada. Hey, you guys can cut that, right? Makes sense. Whatever. That was cool. That was, uh, I believe, 13 years old. First uh, appearance in anything, really. That's that's so cool. That's Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it was like being on the local news. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Hi, Mom. Hi. (laughs) Hey, so what's this about collecting old riding gear? You collect stuff? What what is this? We have a question here. I read you collect... Uh, old riding gear from memorable moments. What's your most me- treasured item you have? Uh-huh. Who read? Jason, you read? I, I do read. Okay. <laughs> Jason read <laughs> I something. I can read. He doesn't know if it's the truth or not. Uh, I collect some things. Like I have uh, that old Rampage frame that had the Doritos on the front. Um, I got some old Hoots gear. I got all my old painted full faces. Um... Little things like that. Like I have like some old big checks from events and things like that. And I got some old trophies, like just kind of cool moments. So you do a garage sale annually. I do. How do you know what to get rid of and what to hang on to? You know. You know? Yeah. (laughs) You know? (laughs) Do you do do the thing where you pick it up and you ask yourself, does this bring me joy? Kind of. You're like, do I want to keep you? No. Do I want to keep you? Do you regret ever selling some items mm, no no i think it's a way of also moving on cleansing, cleansing getting like, rid of things like i cannot wait to have a bonfire and watch these crutches melt back into their molten metal form you're gonna get rid of them but they've served you so well for so long these are your original crutches turn it into a piece of jewelry and then it's like you know their job is done <laughs> when did you get the crutches uh i got the crutches when i was i want to say 17 it was my first leg injury. So it was either my, I think it was when I broke my ankle. And then I held on to them for my knee, uh, chin, and still have them for my femur. Those things are 19 years old. And you're going to sell them now? No, I'm going to light them on fire. Oh, you're going to light them on fire? <laughs> All right. Well, for ceremonial purposes, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. There you go. Their job is done. Should we play a game of this or that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh. Feels like it. You ever play this or that? Oh, wait. No, hold on. We got to do the thing, right? Da-da-da-da. Yeah, you got to do the thing. You, you got to do, do some thing. sort of thing. All right. It's that time again, <laughs> folks. Time to play 
this or, or that. that. The game where you choose between two radically different options. Either this or that. You got it. Oh my God. Do you understand the rules? This or that. Sandman, play that music. To me? I don't know. You, you have a computer. Hold on. <laughs> Do I? <laughs> we got a. We got a. Alonzo has it now. Oh, he's, okay. Who's gonna? Be, oh. All right, here we go. <clears throat> all right. Oh. Check check. <laughs> Do you want me to? Do it? Should we? Should we? Should we rock paper scissors it? Three two one, drop it in. McChicken or McDouble? Uh, McDouble. Competing in Rampage or competing in Joyride? Rampage. From or Seymour? Uh, I love. <laughs> From or Cypress? Uh, Cypress. Photo shoot or video shoot? Uh, photo. So chill. They never say video. <laughs> they never say video. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> Steeps or jumps? Jumps. Beer or coffee? Uh, currently coffee. I'm off. I'm off the piss until I'm healthy. <laughs> <laughs> then I think you would come out healthy. Coffee or piss? <laughs> Coffee. <laughs> Early mornings or late nights? Early mornings. Cove Shocker or Rocky Flatline? Flatline. Skinnies or teeter totters? Skinnies. Wet trails or dusty trails? Wet. Tacos or burritos? Burritos. Free riding in Kamloops or Virgin Utah? Kamloops. The Alps or the Andes? Andy's. Uh, bad timing on this one. Lose an arm or lose a leg? <laughs> well, I already know how one feels. <laughs> uh, arm would be so much easier, man. You can still walk. <laughs> Ski trip or bike trip? Bike trip. Ladies only or boogeyman? Oh, you don't put that on me. <laughs> I got to go with ladies because it's time for home. <laughs> I love how much you love the shore. I love the shore. <laughs> Cork flip or three drop? Um, cork flip. I I I love cork flip, man. Flat drop or yeah, three drops are sick, but cork drop, sick. Well, luckily you can do both. So, <laughs> <laughs> hitting Ord Road or the Toonie Drop. Mm, Ord Road. Uh, hitting Ord Road or the Oakley Center. Ord Road, Oakley Center had a shit landing. <laughs> North Shore Extreme or New World Disorder. North Shore Extreme's so funny. <laughs> I love it. And finally, Pow or Loom? Nothing really compares to Pow. They and always, that's it. They always say Pow. <laughs> they always say Pow. No one will ever say Loam. Well, good job. You did it. That's did it, I, everybody. Did I win? Uh, you won, yeah. You won. You did win. Morale is at an all-time high. Fucking right. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Jeff Gilovich from the North Shore of Canada. Are you well fed? <laughs> I'm well fed. Yeah? Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm from the North Shore of Canada. <laughs> North Shore of Canada. We have great salmon. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's it. Um, anything you want to share with the people? Anything you want? Like, where can we follow your adventures? Uh, I definitely do... All the social media stuffs. I have a cool story from Nepal coming out pretty soon. As I was with Tito Tomasi, 
Uh, I did a pretty amazing trip with Evoc and Kurt Sorge to Peru last year. Both of those should be releasing pretty soon here. Excited for people to see that. Uh, I do the YouTubes. Um, yeah, what's your YouTube channel? Jeff Gullovich. Yeah. Are you still using the intro I made you? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I might need some updates. Okay. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're, we're, can we talk about that? I saved the... I, I got it on a hard drive somewhere. Nice. Yeah. I'll swap a couple clips out. Yeah, we'll see what we can do. Yeah, appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Please remember to subscribe, do all that stuff. Uh, you know, watch YouTube if you're listening. We love, we love you. We love each other's. Thanks for sticking around all the way to the end. Hey, we also uh, have a voicemail. Gully, will you leave us a voicemail one day? Absolutely. Okay, just go to speakpipe.com slash feeding off each other. Can we shake on it? Yeah. Leave us yeah, a voicemail. Yeah, yeah. Okay, thanks. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, you guys. It's been an absolute slice. Yeah. And as always. No, I'm sorry, Gully. We do this. It's weird. We do it at the end. I don't know why. We started a long time ago. We keep doing it. You're just well fed. Yeah. Goodbye. 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 We're fucking done. Thank you for listening to Feeding Off Each Other. Please subscribe for more great podcasts. <laughs> <laughs>